On today's episode of Solana Made Easy, I anticipated us talking almost completely about royalties, with Coral Cube eliminating the option for royalties on their site. But in truth, we ended up sharing nothing but alpha today. Tons of different projects, what we felt about the C3 art, a ton of dialogue on does art matter or is tech more valuable? Where is the middle of this conversation? What leads to a project pumping? Why do projects look better when the floor price goes up? And a ton of other things that we're actively trading. The last 20 or 30 minutes of the show today consisted of conversation around what it is we're looking at in the upcoming market, potential whitelists and future projects we're excited for, and even things that we're holding at the current moment and why we're holding those. It was an action-packed alpha episode today. If you want to tune into the episodes live Monday to Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern time at Easy Eats Bodega on Twitter. But let's get into the episode. What is going on Solana NFT ecosystem? We are back again for another episode of Solana Made Easy Monday to Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern time for all that sweet, sweet Solana Alpha. We got a ton to dive into today. Looks like Coral Cube has now gone the 0% royalty route. After partnering with Magic Eden for that Meta Shield, we got Rifters reveal. Seems like everybody hates the damn things. So certainly got to cover some of that. And as always, what we're buying, what we're selling, where we're making money, where we're losing money, and everything in between. If you're new here, please request to speak. We love new voices. I know Frisk will be joining us a little bit late today, so only rocking with one co-host for now. But man, am I excited to dive in. It has not been a quiet Tuesday by any means. So let's get into it. Manny, how are you? I'm good, man. I was just, uh, I missed the So Dead interview today on uh, Magic e- on Hello Moon Space, but I heard it was really good. And it kind of made a couple of people pretty bullish who I like respect their opinion a lot on. So I'm going to try and look and do a deeper dive on that ecosystem. Some stuff that Ghost Pumped that I saw that was pretty interesting was that What the Fuck Studios... That was pretty cool. ABC, Primates, Liberty Square all up with like major smart money indicators. Um, yeah, man, just a lot of stuff. I mean, I saw whales touch 25 today. That was pretty interesting. I don't know what value you're going to get from it or like what they're going to do, but I think they're kind of cool. Like I, I like King Fudd a lot and I know he doesn't rock it anymore, but a lot of good stuff in the market, man. Market is definitely cooking. Oh, beyond. It did also look like the whales had some internal issues that led to uh, some price action, a lot of people selling off. That's a project I'm definitely interested in longer term. They have a bunch of uh, major Web2 partnerships that typically I don't fade. Curious to see how they bounce back from this, though. I did see he also picked up a handful of those, and a few other people were buying as well. So a lot of good movement there. I do like the mention of Liberty as well. They had a bunch of teasers yesterday talking about uh, not fading them or something along that standpoint or today's your last day to enter. So a lot of interesting movements around the market at the moment. We are also seeing some wild sales on Rifters. Somebody sold a demigod for 200. And we also saw another, uh, I believe it was a rare, sell for 150. So despite the art not looking great, looks like some people are still trying to position themselves in a place to win the million dollar prize. I'm excited to kind of tell that I'm participating as a demigod. I think my first wish is going to be an art upgrade, but uh, we'll see how well they justify that. But let's hit some of these hands. Burden, what's going on? Yeah, good afternoon, dude. Okay, a few things to say. One, dude, the Rifters, disgusting art. Respectfully, dude, it was horrendous. Didn't like it one bit. Um, second of all, I just want to give you props on the music you play. Like, every, like, afternoon when I listen in, like, it's fire music at the start, dude. Like, better than most hosts. Listen. Bro, you got to is- tell, tell Hermes that because that man fuds me every day. He tells me my playlists are shit and that I should get hit by a bus. No, all because of my music taste. Dude, don't listen to 
don't listen to Hermes' drone ass, dude. I, I'm bumping my head when you play music. But listen, I've cracked the goddamn code, dude. I've okay. cracked it. I know what the next play is. Okay, I know what it is. All right. And I'm aping into it no matter what. Ready? Yep. The next cat play, dude. You got rad cats. You got bad cats. Oh, you got right. cats on crack. You got DJ fat cats. You got you got the next cat play. The next project that has a cat involved. I'm aping it no matter what because they always double. They always triple. I'm I'm ready for the next cat play. I've cracked the code. I hate cat plays. We had an entire episode where we talked nine different cat plays. I'm over them. Uh, I'm all set. I want no part of them. Um, good. I'll let them be. The uh, deep. I want to pass to you because you have this uh, BVD cat thing that's dipped back under five. I don't know why you didn't floor it, but uh, here you are. What's going on? Hey, Izzy. Uh, I actually did floor one of my cats. I don't know where you get uh, info about me flooring or not flooring my NFTs, but you need to change the source. Uh, I made a terrific loss of five soul on that one because at one point of time they were at nine soul. I may have sold it for far less than nine soul. But what I wanted to say is that Burden probably never gets any pussy in real life. So that's why fuck? he's chasing it in NFTs. Uh, I also wanted to say something else, but I forgot. So I'll just keep it to that. Uh, yeah, I, I like the point there, but I will have to respectfully pass it back to Burden, who uh, was just called out by name. Burden, what's going on? Dude, I don't know why this drone-ass drone is coming at me. Dude, you literally have a cat PFP talking about, oh, Burden doesn't get pussy, so he's going to... Dude, you have a fucking pussycat as your PFP, dude. What are you talking about? Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, Burden, and you have a giraffe as your PFP and called it stupid horse I mean and you have only like two words in your vocabulary uh, with that being said Burden I think we should let other people talk respectfully uh, yeah, so yeah. yeah I've heard enough of you Didi if I agree <laughs> Grim what's going on my friend well I just want to let those boys finish kissing you know that's their thing when they get up on stage but the touchback those whales you mentioned are actually beached they're, yeah they're, i don't know what's going on with them but can somebody tell me what's going on with critters cult and why did anon club go like to 50 am i gonna make it if i don't own anything is there anybody that can give any alpha on this uh i'm scared i don't want to buy the top like dd did with that cat for nine and sell for losses yeah uh, bro i like to mention critters cult uh they got the big brain shout out today he had actually swept two or three days ago and tweeted today that he has 25 of those and it's a high risk high reward play i'm completely out of those it's tough because the founder rgb does not tweet very frequently and in this market where liquidity is somewhat capped it's tough to kind of like tail a lot of this stuff and get some conviction when plays are pumping from 5 10 12 all the way up to 25 you're seeing a bunch of big names on Twitter still rock the Critters Cult, but I'm more fearful of once they change their PFP, what happens to that floor price? Because uh, you got to you gotta maintain momentum there. You did also mention Anon Club. Sweeper's been yelling about Anon Club since they were probably 20. So it's tough to really uh, have a negative connotation around them. We've all been saying, like, don't fade Nico. That guy is just different when it comes from a development standpoint, and he's finally getting the recognition he deserves. I know that they have a bunch of things coming as well. So it's a matter of time for that. There is a secondary collection called Evolved Anons, which is like a 3D counterparty of it. And then they do have a larger collection dropping here uh, in the interim. So I'm very bullish on like their token as well. We've all talked about it a bunch. We'll be curious to see what happens for it. But I want to pass it over to Sweeper because I know he's definitely got an opinion on it. Then we'll hit Ray. Yeah, I think Anon Club, um, I've been talking about it a lot. It, it was like in the 20s, kept on talking about pounding the table. 
it's around 50. People always think they bu they're buying, they're going to buy the top on it. I think that you can comfortably buy at least the Evolved. You can buy the OG if you have the Soul, or you can buy Dark. I think those three are pretty good bets in this um, NFT you know, ecosystem. I would say that Nico is probably one of the top developers on Solana NFTs and one of the top on the Solana itself. So maybe like top one on the NFT side, like ecosystem, and then like top five for like Solana, like the Solana ecosystem. So I, I think people really need to start putting some more respect on this man's name and his team. It's not just one guy. They have a full team there. And I think you're going to see a lot more very bullish things come out of the team. Dark Studios. I think that people really should understand there's only 888 of them and 888 are not evolved. I've been telling Johnny JPEGs to keep buying. He doesn't buy. He asks me all these questions. I just say buy. I never get this um, vocal about an NFT project. Um, I think the only other project that I'm this like conviction hold is uh, Liberty Square. So, I mean, when you're this heated and you think it's going to do this well, I, I don't know why people don't own at least one. The Evolved is like a 10 soul or lower. I think you can get some exposure or buy dark. It's like 10 cents right now, I think. I think you just have to, if you don't own a piece of it, you're going to be saying what it could have, should have in six months to a year. I completely agree. I'm excited to see their next iteration and uh, collection drop. I'm also excited to see Dark Protocol continue to roll out functionality. The anonymous aspect of it's interesting, and I think if it becomes more user-friendly, there's a lot of value to that, especially for people who do get tracked pretty heavily. I know I'm interested in it. I hate getting DMs and they show up every day asking why I'm selling something or why I'm buying something. Usually just ignore them. But my favorite ones are, why'd you sell this? I just bought in, as if I told them to press the buy button. You get countless numbers of those. It's great. I've never switched my wallet and then to be honest, I don't really care to. Like, If you're going to try to tail for whatever reason, that's on you. Uh, more power to you, but it's usually not a good decision. Ray, what's going on? Yeah, I just wanted to touch on like sort of like the cat situations, but really it's like if you see something with good art that's just accumulating at like under two soul and it's just sitting there, it's, it's like just programmed to bounce up. Uh, like a good example, this one's a little on the high end. Acid Monkeys, everybody was accumulating those like around two and a half and now they're up three and a half i'm just slowly just, just dumping those easy bread right um my bad i got my kids running around but yeah a lot of these like right now the my and the shit i'm looking at is like they're kind of ugly but these little attribution things I, I, I bought the dip when they went close to one i don't know if i should keep buying more and just start dumping on people I'm not even familiar with what they are, so that's an interesting one. I'm going to probably dive into a little bit. I think you're that's right, though. Creature, creature Chronicles. Oh, those things. The creatures cold things. Oh, the Octavians, the dolphin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Okay, okay, okay. I saw that those got pumped today, too. Uh, our favorite mutant ape who tweets had a, uh, a, a bullish sign. Somebody in their circle picked up 50 of them. So we saw some interesting price action follow. I got out of all mine. I minted rank 51, I think. Or bought pre-revealed rank 51 and sold it today for an offer of like 3.9 uh, when the floor was like 1.8. So I was happy to just get out of those. It's tough too because like they're a publicly traded company that's backing it. So like that's something that I think is more interesting because once again, it's like when the money is longer than money that I have, I typically like to tell that because they can do a lot more with it. But uh, I want to pass it back over to Burden. Burden, what's going on?
Well, wait, just a quick oh, distinction, ahead, quick oh, distinction, yeah, sorry, important distinction to draw between Creature Chronicles and Critter Critter Skull. Yeah, that, yeah, the Creature's Chronicle was the one, the Avatadians, whatever the name that they gave it, not the pixel art. Do I go now? Yeah, go ahead, Sunshine. Okay, okay, okay. Um, two things. One, I'm telling you, like, you can miss out on the next cap play. Like, you're the one missing out. I'm right. not. I'm aping in. And then, All right, I'm done with you. And then number two, Anon Club, like, dude, I've only heard good things. Only heard good things come out of this project. I know a lot of my friends and a lot of uh, big names are holding some of them. Like, I know ZK has a bag on them. I, I also heard sort, uh, Sweeper does. Um, and I've only been told good things. And, like, two of my friends just picked some up and are, like, telling me to pick, pick, pick one up. And uh, I think I am soon, honestly. Well, you've uh, taken some sweet time. If you tailed my video in December... Uh, I actually highlighted those at 13, D-Gods at 8, and our favorite Solana Money Boys when they were 4. And now, I don't even think those things are 1. But uh, Burton, the other two are still... Burton wasn't here back then, Easy, It's okay. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't know about crypto back then. Uh, poor kid. Johnny, what's going on? What's up, my guy? How's everything? I'm living well, living well. How you doing? I'm good. Just booked my uh, flight out to Vegas. So I'll be seeing oh, you guys go. next week. I'm excited by it. I'm uh, going to be hanging with the uh, Liberty Square crew. Um, that was the one thing that uh, Sweeper said that I actually agree with, um, even though I know he's very bullish on Nico. Nico is a, is, a, is a crack dev by any stretch. I'm just not really a keen on the small collection sizes in this in this kind of market. Um, and the art is something, too, that people kind of you know tend to gravitate to. But no doubt, Nico is crack beyond belief. I like the, uh, the idea of playing a token. Uh, for anyone who hasn't or is looking to get some exposure. So for, I don't want to FUD anything, but uh, I definitely think it's an interesting play. Just uh, not sure if it's right for me, Sweeper, even though you keep pounding on my DMs about it day in and day out. Um, yeah, you don't like money. It's all good. Bro, you told me at 30. Is that what, 50? 50% 50 yeah. gains don't excite me. Hey, yo. If it's hey. this market, bro, a 10% gain excites me. What, what do you mean here? <laughs> I mean, so I guess, Johnny, what's your thoughts then on the 10K collection they're dropping next? Uh, I don't know much about it. Fair enough. So hopefully that excites you because I think that's going to be the easiest uh, entrance into everything going on with that. I do anticipate some form of dark staking that you may be able to yield from that. Uh, I don't have much details, just that it's coming soon. And that might give you an opportunity to not worry about the small collection anymore. Yeah, I might get a sweeper off my back. Um, <laughs> but aside from that, I heard you guys mentioning uh, some of the uh, AMMs yesterday, which I thought was pretty cool. I've been d diving deep into them. Super interested, uh, impressed by Elixir. I heard that being tossed around. Um, on the project front, we want to share a few uh, different ideas. Liberty Square, I think, has a tremendous amount of potential. Um, I'm very excited by OK Bears. I didn't think I'd ever, I'd ever say that, but... The brand meta, I think, is something that is going to really take the ecosystem to the next level. And I think a sleeper project that not too many people are talking about right now that hasn't minted yet is uh, coming out of Visionary Studios. I met with Jago for lunch uh, last week, and uh, they have a project called Good Vibrations that looks absolutely dope. I would suggest going to their Twitter page and seeing what, they, what they're rocking. They spent a bunch of money on art, and it's going to be a, a pretty cool brand play. So I look up good vibrations and the first thing that pops up is good vibes toys. And I'm a little hesitant to click on that. <laughs> Let me get their Twitter page for you. Appreciate you. Go, go. What's going on? 
Okay, so I I wanted to ask um, how Deep is basically feeling. Like anyone who's a bad cats holder that's reaping rewards for um, wearing the PFP NFT. Like, how's that going? Because I'm not I'm not in bad cats right now. So like, yeah. And then I also wanted to get back to the Rifters art because like that's confusing as f for me. What's going on? Like, they blamed something on Magic Eden, and really they had messed up their metadata. What what is happening? Yeah. So first, let's hit on the Rifters thing, then I'll pass it down to Deep. The Rifters situation, they provided the wrong JSON file for the metadata. So it seems like they have come forward and said it was not actually Magic Eden's fault. They have taken claim for it being a misstep on their own fault and are supposedly correcting it now. Uh, I do hold one Rifter now. I got one on the dip at like 12.8. Uh, I don't really care about the art. I'm more in it to see where this million dollar cash prize goes. Seeing people sell demigods from 50 to 200 soul has me interested as well because it seems like there's going to be a lot of like determination from those roles. I'm just really interested in games in general, and I think this one being a large social game, the art really doesn't matter. Like that's kind of how I'm looking at it. Like people are still okay. going to be talking about a million dollar prize. Okay, that's okay. That's that's curious to me too. Yeah, that, yeah, and I'm I'm curious. I'm very curious about the reward like reward incentive program for bad cats right now. Yeah, deep. Do you have anything more on that? Yeah, so essentially what the rewards that people got for this social staking or, you know, like the PFP staking is uh, a trait, right? So basically it was like almost like a gra uh, glasses stuff and everyone got the same kind of trait but with different colors. So basically you can add that trait to your bad cats. So it's essentially like an upgrade. I mean, personally, I am just rocking it as a PFP for the vibes because I don't really like I'm too bored to keep changing my PFPs because it's not really a good thing. But I mean, upgrading and stuff is not something that really interests me. So I don't think like there is too much upside like or too much like something interesting uh, in this as of now. I mean, they can put they can possibly come up with more rewards that are different than just traits and it could become more interesting but as of this moment i think uh, a lot of people may have found it underwhelming and that's why you you are you know seeing the hype maybe die down a little bit so that's just my take yeah i was curious about it because there was a conversation started about it on another space last night like do are people when you get social staking rewards for wearing a PFP for an NFT project? Is it is it really an authentic um, system, or you know, do people wear PFPs for their NFTs that that project because they really really vibe with the community and the project itself, or is it you know sort of a, a shortcut, a cheat system for people to like really show that they um, are validating the project because they're getting a direct reward rather than indirect rewards for you know kind of being a mascot for the project and that was an interesting conversation that we didn't really get to have because it got shut down on a, another space where you wouldn't be surprised that that would get shut down but i thought it was an interesting conversation no and i wasn't sure if deep had something there but it looks like he doesn't manny what's going on oh deep did you have something before we pass over to manny? deep yeah, I mean, 
I I I get that point, but as long as the art art is like really PFP worthy, and as long as the incentives that you're getting for you know using the the NFT as your PFP, you know uh, if they are good enough, then I don't really see the problem in trying this experiment out. But you know if there are not enough incentives, then you possibly might not see this meta sort of pick up. Uh, so yeah, I mean. Uh, yeah you need to give enough incentives yeah just to add to the deep's point as far as like incentives go my boss won a jelly dog today with the secret skelly society and what they do is they do like the top 100 picker if you're wearing this pfp that's actually why i switched mine because i was like dude i like free stuff like i want to win something cool and like i like the art like you know so i don't know what they do i just like the art so i'm okay with being like a representative of the brand if it's something that aligns with my values no i, I do like the statement i was i was also interested to see how well it took off i mean we talk about social sentiment all the time and pfp changes so i think the bvd cats did well with that and i think that was a, a big reason that we saw that floor place drive and kind of take off there and clearly these cats are starting to wear on burden because now he thinks that it's alpha if you have a cat pfp in whatever capacity but uh, Tom, what's going on, my friend? Yeah, I uh, have been sitting here while we've been talking about this, looking at a couple different things, watching my um, trog bag, the listings just skyrocket straight up in the air. Um, just trying to take a look at, you know, I think I'm always looking at mints and things that are changing the meta, trying to get ahead. I do have to disagree with Burden here. I think we are at the, you know, no pun intended, the tail end of the cat meta. Um, I, I think there's just been too much and, you know, some of them will survive, but I, I don't know if that's going to be something that's going to go here. It looks like oversubscribed whitelist um, to get botted is kind of something I'm, I'm looking at right now to see where we're going to combat that for these upcoming mints. Because that's really how I kind of value the, the health of the market right now. And we're seeing a lot of green on a lot of projects that have minted in the last couple of weeks today. So it'll be really interesting to see if that's something we're going to continue to do or if there's going to be a solution that's going to come in here. Yeah, I think a lot of that too is like the pre-sale moves we've been seeing. So there's a lot of vesting periods going on. So there's a lot of supply off on that as well. I think there's a lot of factors that are actually playing into this kind of run we're having. It's crazy to see a lot of projects getting traction right now, despite crypto also pumping right now. We're seeing a bunch of things move at the moment. I mean, shit, Elon's buying Twitter for the fifth time. So we'll see if he actually comes through on this. Uh, I'm excited for kind of just this market rally because I still know we're in a bear. But at the moment right now, a lot of my bags are pumping and I'm not too mad about it. Excited to really see how it stands, though. I did just want to comment on that. So I, I, it has been funny. It's a, in some of the private chats I've had, we've been talking about how the pre-sale stuff. Um, and, you know, I've been in some of those group chats that have been offered pre-sale for way less. And it's just funny to me that, I mean, I don't know exactly the date, but a month ago, everyone was crying about Rakudos. And now it's becoming like a normal thing. Um, so it's just funny to me that like all of a sudden certain projects get tore up on it and certain don't, I mean, it's perfect for your project if you're a business. I mean, that's how the traditional sectors work. So I think it's something to definitely keep an eye on, but I mean, don't forget the common people are the ones getting dumped on still. It's just happening more in the open now. And I'm just surprised no one really cares about it. We had a long conversation on it yesterday with a bunch of mixed opinions, to be honest. Uh, a lot of back and forth. Some people fans of it, others not a fan at all. So it'll be interesting to see how long this lasts. I think it's just currently like a hot meta at the moment. I don't know if it's very sustainable. We'll really see where it goes, though. But fast, what's going on? 
Yo, what's up? Um, it's fast. Um, yeah, so I basically just kind of wanted to um, get like your opinion. I think that it's like it's super interesting because there's like this weird dynamic that people think that the art plays, um, you know, ultimately can't last forever. I think that's like super weird because uh, we we were in like a meta, you know, a couple months ago uh, where like the branding. I think was like oh, much better than it is right now. Um, and we saw like the branding play kind of come through and people were like cool with it at first, whenever OK Bears launched and then they got like really tired of it at the end. Um, but I feel like branding is just like so important across the board um, that even with these new plays that I see coming out that have great artwork, um, we have Critters Colt and, and there's a few others in the ecosystem that are like looking to launch as well that, you know, have amazing art, but do we feel like art will always be able to carry these projects or is it a mixture or do they need to like fully go, you know, utility route? I personally am super bullish on, on okay bears. Like I think that they're taking like this really professional, like business route. And I think that they're just going to have some fucking crazy shit come out of them. Um, in, in like the coming months. And I think that it's like, they're setting themselves up well. And I think that that like one fuck up that they had, like really showed them like, okay, it's, it's time to like level up a little bit. Um, but do we think that these art plays that are here right now that aren't necessarily building any utility, like we could use critters cult, for example, I, I don't, I'm not really sure the, the craze. I mean, it's great artwork. Um, but we saw his first collection, the sunsets, the sunsets were, you know, there for a while, they, they had a collab with Tayo. I remember everybody was like kind of buying them. Um, and then they just kind of like fizzled out. And so do we think that Critter Cult or other projects that focus primarily on art will be able to have a, you know, a strong enough foot to stand through the test of time? I think Critter's Cult's an interesting one, to be honest, because like this whole storyline meta and the reason that I was most interested in it, uh, it's kind of like a bigger draw. The tough part though is, and like why I think it's selling right now is because the team is not crazy active on social media. So it's almost like an in the dark thing at the moment where we're not getting a lot of traction or understanding on what's going on behind the scenes. They clearly have high production value, but we're still not really getting a lot more from it. I don't know if art can really carry you far at all. I mean, I think right now the most interesting thing will be if Rifters actually ends up pumping once the game releases, because then clearly art does not matter and it's more the utility from it and what the actual value add is. I've always been in the, the camp of like, I don't care what the art is if there's some additional reason for me to hold something. But Fast, did you have something else there? Yeah, I mean, just like going off of the off the Rifter thing, I don't know exactly how it's going to be playable, but from like a glance, it looked like they were just kind of keeping it to certain projects like that they already pre-partnered with. Um, I, I think that it's also, I, I like the Commune 3, but Commune 3 was like a project before it even became anything into like Web 3, I believe. So it's like, I mean, their software, I don't I don't know how many people really use their software. Like in terms of like projects, I, I think that's like catered towards that. I mean, maybe I'm just completely in the dark and, and not understanding, but I don't really know too many people that use their software currently. And the, the game, it looks like it's being gatekept to only like top DAOs. So I think that that would be a little bit interesting. Um like a little, little quick backstory, but uh, the game kind of looks like World of Warcraft. And dude, I, I was like very, very into World of Warcraft. Um, several, several, several cutting edge titles. Um, yeah, I played like pretty religiously for like a while, but um, 
yeah, I think that it's kind of like a game, like a spinoff of that in a sense from the way that it looks in terms of like event. Well, like, I've it talked like to a- the team and you will be able to play with the Rifters characters themselves. So in this 777 supply, 7777 supply, and then the DAOs, those characters will also be able to be used. So like Manny and Tom will be able to use their Tyos as part of that. And then some of the other things too, like Kets will be able to play with their actual Ket. And it's like an additional aspect of it. From what I've seen, it's very much so like an interactive game where you're attacking, battling, going into like a, a war, basically. And the last group or individual standing wins that prize pool. Gotcha. Do you think that they? Do you think that it's worth it for them? I saw them like flex on Twitter that they made like two point seven million or something. Do you think that it's worth it for them to throw a million dollars into a single game, um, or do you think that they should have like spread that out? I feel like um, looking at that amount of money, it feels like. Well, whenever I heard him speak in the space, he was like, yeah, we'll do a million dollars for this first one and then we'll launch our new collection and we'll have our like new one come out, which and it makes me think that they're going to go from like collection to collection to collection for like different games. Like, does the NFT have utility afterwards? Is this a worth a, a tensile mint? Does it really need to be a million dollars off of their first game? Um, you know, with we've seen like, you know, people testing software the first time we saw similar something with like Utes, you know, no shade at Utes. I, I love Utes. I, I, um, I work for them, but the software like had a little bit of errors for like some people. And that was like the first run through, which is like expected. Do we think that, you know, Rifters on the other hand, their first time really putting the game to like a huge test should be for a million dollars. It seems like kind of reckless in my opinion. Yeah. So they did have winter wars previously so they did have some previous game experience and i think the million dollar prize pool is is their way it's like a marketing play as well like i think that's a bigger piece of this i think because that prize is there we're going to continue to talk about it and see really where it goes and the fact that that's up for grabs publicly is a big piece of this so i think that there's a lot of things that go into it i'm not sure future utility on it previously they've allowed other collections that they've launched to get free mints uh, into these future collections. It wouldn't shock me if they did something similar. But it's it's a big, I guess, social experiment here to see how sustainable it is longer term and what actually happens with this. So I just think it's a matter of time. And I mean, I'm a fan of it. Obviously, it could be bag bias because I do hold one. But I'm just eager to see really what shapes up with it and if they can get this whole like viral loop aspect. Well, we got a bunch of hands here, so I do want to hit a, a couple of these as well. Dog, what's going on? Hey, Easy. I've been loving the show, man. Um, I'm a little curious. You usually talk a little bit about upcoming mints. Um, I have a whitelist spot for uh, a project that's minting tomorrow that I'm just not sure where it stands. And I was wondering, I saw you in their Discord, um, Anthros. Have you looked into what they're doing or have you heard anything about that? I don't know if I want to burn my Solana tomorrow and and just risk it or what. Yeah, so I bought five of them on a presale allocation. So I am in that. Uh, it's being advised by a few people that I know in the space and trust, and they've done a good job marketing over to the ETH side of things. So I'm just primarily hoping for some cross-chain exposure on it. As far as like roadmap and what they plan to do, I'm not fully sure. I've taken a few like high-level looks, but I'm planning to flip the project to be completely transparent. I'm not going to be holding on to it long-term. Right now, I am like trying to stay hyper-liquid and make plays in like a 24 to 72-hour range and not really bag-hold too much. And I'd rather be holding Solana behind everything else. So that's kind of my play on it. Uh, but I am going to be getting my airdrop from the pre-allocation and plan to just see the price action from there. But yeah, I'm in the Discord. I know a few of their advisors, uh, friends with their advisors. So other than that, though, it's a little tough. I do like some of the art on it, but I don't know too, too much, sadly. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, I like the art too. I think I'm going to mint my two for the for the whitelist spot that I got from Liberty Square. But 
I also did see that you were uh, in the Outcast Discord this morning. Um, <laughs> is that something that you're that you're enjoying? I know it's not anything too glamorous, but it is kind of fun being in there and Dude, experiencing. I am that. a mean Outcast bag holder over here. I got like thirty of them, uh, two legendaries, a whole bunch of them. I don't know, man. I'm a sucker for content. I mean, I make content myself, and the fact that they have like the highest production value for any NFT project I've seen with real people. I think the principal limerick is just absolutely hilarious. Like I could chill the shit out of it and talk about like why I'm bullish on it, but I've just been enjoying it. Like I trolled sweeper yesterday saying that he loaned out his PFP for one soul. And he even messaged me after it was like, dude, I checked my wallet. It's like, that's so funny to me. And it's, it's just kind of fun. Uh, I know Gogo's, I believe the want to say PM on the project. Yeah. Prank week goes hard. We fooled Nate and sweeper with, our prank week on OK Bears and it's still going live. Like everybody just have fun with it. It's so fun. Yeah, it's just one of those things. Like I've just been enjoying it and I don't frequent a lot of discords, but like I'll hop into the Outcast one to just kind of dive in. So I mean, I'm that, that one I'm 1000% will admit I'm bag biased because I own a ton of them. I rarely stake NFTs and I've staked the ever living hell out of all of them. Uh, the token's somewhat liquid on Famous Fox too. So like I'm just kind of enjoying it and waiting to see where it goes. And like my big bull case behind it is that Vayner Media backed it. And for me, that was like a, a big sign. Uh, I was a little bit content with that, I guess you could call it, because they do have some like money behind that. And the fact that their mint was screwed up and instead of like pausing the mint or trying to pivot, they just minted out the collection and airdropped to people who were holding at the time two for one. So I was like, oh, that was a dope pivot. Like I'm for it. And they're still dropping content. So like, like I said, it, it's definitely biased on the content side just because I create content and like what they do from a video perspective. I want to pass it over to uh, Andrew. What's going on? Yo, thanks for having me on. Uh, if we're talking about good plays at the minute, there's only one fucking play to get involved in, and that's Liberty Square, not this rifter shit. Rob, it's like 60 squirrels in here today, and, and I see the, the, I think the, the Twitter page is in there as well, so shout out you, man. I know you're about to make me a bag tomorrow, but the founder, <laughs> never, the, the founder never says to buy something, and he said yesterday to buy it. I mean, if that's not a buy signal, I don't think I don't he said to buy. I think he said this Wait, is your last chance. So yeah, just he, said, <laughs> he said not financial advice he gave me the nfa but we all see with kim kardashian that doesn't stand up in course if my bag goes to zero i'm suing him <laughs> I, I saw and no you. hashtag ad i saw no hashtag ad so i'm all in you know the the kids the kids inheritance is on this bad boy but yeah no i'm in all jokes aside like it's a sick project and uh I like the. I mean, dude, I'm I'm a Liberty Maxi myself. I'll never lie. If we had Frisk up here, he'd be shouting from the high heavens about it. But I love what they're doing. Like that project is continuing to underpromise, overdeliver. We've partnered with them from the merch perspective of things, so I'm excited to get some of that rolling out. They're just dope. Like everybody on that team is just great people. I'm a huge fan of everything that they continue to build in the ecosystem and really where it's going to go from there. Um, I mean, they've been doing a great job. 0.88 min up to 15 plus floor and holding that very well. Seems like every dip gets eaten. And uh, yeah. everybody I see rocks the hell out of the PFP, despite some individuals saying it's not PFP art. Nah, I mean, also, uh, that page just messaged me, so I'm going to be slightly nicer. But uh, <laughs> um, I sold, and then it went up loads, and I just thought, oh, fuck this. And every time I've looked into buying, it just holds up so well. So if you've got hella money, and, and, and you're thinking what the play is now, buy a Liberty. If you want, I can, I can sell you one. I can front run this, this call as well. I'm open to doing that. But yeah, I think it's a six play to be honest. Just, just fucking get get involved with the squirrels, bro. They're, they're mooning. No, I agree. They got a bunch going on. Want to pass it over to uh, Grim. Grim, what's happening? Oh, man. 
Tio, what's going on? What's up? What's up? Hey, so I know we're talking about like art and everything else and, and how you don't feel like art is necessarily the most important thing for a project. And I agree with you. Um, but I'm going to push back a little bit on like the Anon bull run. Um, I know they're releasing their new project, but literally like they have the ugliest art on soul. Like their PFP like is horrible. Like where is, where is this bull run going to come from? They don't really market either. Yeah. I think that's the positive. They don't market, and yet these things are at a 50 soul floor. Like, clearly, there's more value behind it then. And even to your point, like, people may not be fans of the PFP art, but they're clearly understanding that there's more going on to this. And after we saw the Tornado Cash sanction and a bunch of this other stuff around like uh, Zcash and Monero getting delisted from some exchanges, I think the anonymous aspect of cryptocurrency holds a massive value add. And the fact that that's going to be the utility play for 888 is a big piece of this. So we haven't fully seen what the breadth of that is. And as it continues to roll out here, I think that bull case is going to become more and more transparent. Nico's even openly said like, hey, I'm not a great marketer. I'm a great dev. And like that alone is enough to drive a project up when so many of these projects are literally relying on just marketing and no development effort. So I'm hyped, like, I'm hyped to see a project get the kudos it deserves from just constantly delivering and not really being in your face all the time. But sure enough, I mean, dude, we've talked about 888 every single day for the last like three weeks. And I'm going to pass it over to Sweeper because I know that man's got a, a five paragraph essay on his desk anytime the name gets dropped. Yeah, no, I, you know, I have to come on here and just say one thing. I would say, look at Anon Evolve. The Anon, like the OG one, I mean, we like, some of us like the art because, you know, we're sentimental to like, you know, this is where we found very good community, et cetera. But the Anon Evolved, I, I would say the art is probably one of the top 3D art out there. I mean, I think it's pretty good. And the new art that they have coming out is pretty solid. So I, I can, I'll, give you what the og one it's you know it's a little it's a bit iffy it is but i like it i personally like the art but you know art is subjective right so i would check out all non-evolved i think you might like that art a little bit better yeah and they're gonna have additional new art for the next collection so i think to all of our points here like it's completely subjective it's a matter of just like this is the whole argument. Is there a value add more from a development standpoint versus an art standpoint? Where's the medium? Where's the middle of this? What drives more price action, marketing, or dev efforts? And there's arguments to be made across the board for both sides of that. want to pass it over to TH, though. Excited to have him up here. TH, what's going on? Hey, everyone. Thanks for having me up again. Um, so, Anon Club, whether you like that or not, it's distinct. Like, people recognize that PFP, and that has some weight to it. It's like no one else, like, if you see someone with that PFP, like you recognize it instantly, which I think has some value. Second project minted out like eight, nine months ago at like eight, one soul, 888 supply. And I think they still have like a hundred K plus in their treasury, which I don't know how many other projects in the entire ecosystem have managed to like keep their treasury funds. That I high. gotta air that out too. Nico messaged me yesterday and he was like, we've spent 18 K hard stop he's like you don't need money to develop just so people are aware and i was like you mind if i share this and he was like share it <laughs> so like it's pretty damn clear that like you don't need insane bags for a lot of cool stuff to be built especially if your team is just cracked so like they're just doing some dope stuff and sorry to cut you off th no no worries and i, I think if anyone joins that community like one of the nicest like probably most intelligent and like kind of forward-looking community in the entire ecosystem like they're not really focused on like short-term flipping and whatnot. Yeah, they do get like good whitelisting or whatnot, but like a lot of the conversations there, I think, and the people like in those, in the community are like very, very, I would say like developers, de a lot of DeFi talk. And I think that in of itself makes that community like very valuable if you're looking to like learn or even 
kind of get a footing in the space. No, and I think that's a major underrated thing too. It's like when you look at these communities, what the people are and who the people are in there, a lot of it is like a network effect. And they clearly have a bunch of people who are in it for that and also understand tech from that standpoint at like a, a different level than some other communities. So I, I love that call out, TH. Ray, what's going on? Yeah, I love this discussion because easy. I mean, me and you have been profit maxis, and I think I tend to be more on like the art side, right? Like, like for example, homie just brought up good vibrations. I went and looked it up, and I'm and I was about to talk about it. Like, yeah, I'm about to. Good vibrations looks like a solid they ass. They look good. Buddy. They look good. Yeah, I'm about to DM Uncle Jago real quick. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, so the way I see it, it's like the JPEG is like the song, right? It's like the music, right? You you hear it once or twice, and then by the time it's on the radio, everyone already is listening to it. And they're like, all right, might as well like it now. But before, I don't know if I liked it or, like, you need that approval from everybody else around you to actually want to buy the art, right? Even if you like the art, like, let's say something's at, like, point one, and it runs to two soul, and you're like, Fuck, I knew that shit was going to go to Two Soul because the goddamn art, like you, some shit that you just can tell is undervalued just based off the damn art. But, I mean, you got to be safe because you got to like Google the image, make sure it ain't some stolen shit. A lot of these D-Gen mints come out and it's like some stolen shit from like three, five, ten years Bro, ago. Nothing's funnier than the launch my NFT link. Everyone's like, oh, this is moving quick. And then the next three messages are, Hold up, stolen art. Wait a minute, it's stolen. Don't mint this. It's an ETH project. But nah, to Ray's point here, it's like uh, you get a bunch of this. So it's like, I like that call out too. It's, I like the comparison to like the radio music. You hear a few songs, you find something on SoundCloud, you find something from like a, a playlist that's recommended to you. And then all of a sudden it's on the radio and you're like, maybe that was a good play there. And most of the time my dumb ass has already sold it and gotten out by the time the, uh, the radio picks it up and it's pumping again. And I've made minuscule profit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but look, at the same way, and the same way the music comes, the same way it goes, right? You get the song, you blast it a thousand times, and then you're like, bye. And then you see it in like three months at a football game or something, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'll fuck with this song. But <laughs> I love that comparison, bro. It's, it's spot on. Tom, what's going on? Then we're going to pass it over to uh, Sago and then Go-Go. Yeah, I just wanted to make a couple of comments about something you said earlier. Um, I've been in the massive like deploy capital situation where I'm selling – pretty much everything and anyone who knows me knows I am probably one of the bigger bag holders in this space. Um, but I think in this time, it's huge to make sure that you have capital deployed to the bigger things like, you know, tubes is a prime example. I have been pounding that everyone that wants to hear that like uh, 115 and under is such a buy. I mean, it hits 140 goes to 115 after fees that's still a 10 or 15 sold flip. And having the capital to be able to do that, I mean, we all know it's probably not dropping under 100 anytime soon. You know, there's just some safe plays out there that, um, you know, I think people should keep their eye on. The other idea I've had, and anyone who takes this, just send me 10% of the mint funds when you're done. But I'm waiting for the launch my NFT to come out with just a, a black image. And it says art revamp coming soon. And they're going to mint off that because we are just seeing that in every place, everywhere. And then you do another one and then another one i i don't even know if we're diluting the art or if it's good art or bad art anymore it is just unbelievable the the switches that we're seeing on the art but i think i think we'll get there um you know we saw some similar stuff with 3d art on eth last year that just got completely destroyed um so i think we'll see a similar thing here where there'll be ebbs and flows to the artwork for sure 
I just am so tired of like the art revamp meta being a play. Cause like for me, it's just like, dude, if you're going to redo it, don't make that be part of your roadmap and your announcement. Like just redo the damn art and let it fly. You know, like I, I hate the fact that it just cycles royalties and kind of drives additional price action when I don't know if it was fully warranted at that time. So that's kind of my take on it. I love this idea from a Launchway NFT that just says art revamp coming soon. I think you just gave somebody a beautiful degen mint idea and we'll probably end up seeing it within the next 45 minutes. So thanks to that. And I'm sure someone's extremely excited to launch that project. Uh, Sega, what's going on? What's up? Thanks for having me up. Um, and hoping to see some of you guys at, at Vegas. I think I'll be out there. Um, hoping to make it uh, standby um, on, on Hawaiian Airlines. Uh, but I wanted to touch on the the, the dark comments earlier for uh, you know, Front On Club. I think if people were around 2017, 2018, like privacy was a massive narrative. And when we talk about like price action and, and things pumping and, and whatnot, like all these things need, you know, need some sort of narrative, some sort of cohesive vision for, for why, you know, it's going to capture market share and be this kind of massive thing. And, and so, you know, you mentioned Zcash Monero, a lot of these, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of hype around privacy back in 2017, 2018 that led to those pumping like through the roof. So I think dark, being you know one of the only kind of main ones that we see on solana is primed and i've just been every day i wake up and i like one or two soul i throw in a jupiter and i and i just buy a little bit more dark um because i uh i don't want to lock up too much in an anon club right now i was gonna buy and then chart foo about like four yesterday and pump the floor like 35 percent um which was like really irritating uh, so i ended up not buying that um but i think that like that's definitely a play and then i also um just want to touch really quickly because there's been a lot of talk about AMMs. I feel like Elixir has gotten a lot of the kind of, uh, it's been the star of the show. And I think what they're building is great. The team is incredible, but I would also urge everybody to keep looking to the other AMMs that are coming out just because if you're a little bit late to the Elixir party, um, there's other projects, you know, Tensor, GoatSwap, HateSwap. Um, and I think there'll be a lot of opportunities for early adopters to earn rewards. And so the earlier you are using it, um, you know, the more rewards you're going to reap out of those. And um, I think there'll be a lot there to, to take away. Now, I love to call out just please, for the love of God, if you've never done DeFi stuff or anything like this, please read the documents and make sure you're familiar with it. I'm an idiot and got stuck in a pool that I couldn't figure out how to get out of, even though the floor of the NFTs was pumping. And luckily, the customer support was A1. They took care of me, ended up closing out that pool, made a nice little trade off of it. But please read the documents because these things have some massive risk on both sides. And if it's net new to you, don't just ape in blindly and try to make it work because the likelihood of you losing money is pretty damn high. But to Sego's point, if you are familiar with them, you don't want to be last. You want to try them out. We're seeing Tensor try it with a token there for their upcoming mint. Elixir doing it with their token on it. I think we're going to see it with Goat Swap, and I'm sure we'll have two or three other AMMs pop out of the blue and try some things. Yeah, just really add in really quick, easy. You don't have to do AMMs to people if you want to get familiar with them. Just just try buying stuff. You know what I mean? Like just go in there and like use it and just buy things and don't market make. Um, you know, just like get comfortable with it first. Uh, and there's and some deals, bro. You can find some under floor priced assets on mm -hmm. all of them. Just like shop around. It gives access. I don't have any hesitation to recommending like look at the market and find ways to where there's arbitrage opportunities, where there's cheaper buys. They're They're everywhere. So just take a look. It's worth it. You got countless options on Solana now. No longer are the days of just Solanart and Digitalize. There's 70 different marketplaces and places to buy NFTs at this point. Want to pass it over to Gogo? What's going on? Um, just circling around like to all of this, bringing it back to whether projects need good art to go along with their utility, or whether utility alone can make it, whether art alone has any longevity to it, if it's a project focused on art and, say, storytelling. Um, I think 
it really depends on the audience and the chain that you're launching on. Solana is very, very utility focused. Um, Ethereum has a much wider spectrum uh, with audiences craving anything and everything. So Solana, you can kind of get away with having lower grade art, um, but I wouldn't consider, for example, um, the Anon Club to be um, a low grade art project. It has a nostalgia factor. If you're launching art that's um, pixel art, anywhere from like 8-bit to 24-bit pixel art, you're bringing in the nostalgia factor of like Web 1 to the utility you're launching that's focused on branching out into Web 3. And um, it's very, very uh, useful in capturing the imagination of your audience, especially when you're talking about the anonymity of Web 1 chat rooms where you could really lose yourself in like, say, the early IRC chat rooms, AOL chat rooms, Yahoo chat rooms, where you were just like complete, completely anonymous as far as you knew when you were maybe very young. Um, and that kind of art really lends itself to the ethos and theme of the project at hand. Uh, I do see that they've, you know, l made an upgrade to the art um, for the 3D, which I kind of think was not even necessary, but I get how, you know, projects kind of do that these days. It's like, let's do an upgrade to the art. Um, cool. That might drive people in from a whole other sector that they weren't reaching before. Um, but I agree with Tom and Easy when it comes to projects um, launching, have your, have your art set and just stick with it. Um, it should have been your focus from the beginning to have that art done and not be a process that you have to put your holders through to go through a whole revamp, um, especially if it turns into something that your holders eventually have to exchange tokens for within your tokenomics or within Solana at all. Like that should not be something you need to drive your holders to do. So, um, no, I like yeah. that call out a lot there too. Like it should not be part of your tokenomics to all of a sudden burn a bunch of tokens because the art was not ideal the first time around. Uh, certainly a good call out because we're starting to see a lot of that as well. What's going on, Burden? Yo, just like on this topic, I mean, I mean, we're all pretty familiar with ABCs, right? Like the art is like, you know, you hear a lot of people say like, it looks like it was drawn by a two-year-old. This one actually looks like it was drawn by a two-year-old. And, you know, there's so much shit behind it. And like HGE, the zero royalties, like it just came out of nowhere, hate swap, and it's doing numbers. I mean, right now they're at 33 and they're at like 70 something. I got out at 59, bought at 25, little flex there. But like, you know, I think it, it isn't all art based. There's a lot of variables that go into it. But, um, you know, art, art is a good thing. It's But if it's not good, like it doesn't, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, I think it really is dependent on the project itself. Like depending on what the value add is to it, that's where it really weighs more. If there's less of a tech value add, there's more of an emphasis on the art. And if there's more of a, an art value add, there's a lot less emphasis on the tech, which we've kind of seen both sides of that coin. Dideep, what's going on? Yeah, I mean, I sort of wanted to, you know, piggyback on what Saigo said. I think the narrative about privacy can, you know, be a huge play in the next bull run because I it may sort of come back and if Anon Club really sort of plays their, you know, like cards right. And I think, yeah, I what I don't understand is 
I mean, you can build a nice product, but at the end of the day, if it's backed by nice marketing and and you know the way you can sell it, I think it adds on to the complete package. And if if they say that they are not great at marketing, why not just bring one or two people and you know make a full package out of it? Because if you are uh you know one of the best developers in the ecosystem it only makes sense for you to you know show it off and let everyone know i mean it doesn't really make sense for them to not be known by so many people in the ecosystem i mean there would be so many people who wouldn't know exactly what they are doing so i i really hope they bring in more people and really sort of flex what whatever that it is that they are building it it would be pretty awesome so i wanted to say something more but i kind of forgot uh we're all right <laughs> it's all right uh we always appreciate your take there deep i i god damn it manny what's going on yeah it was just on the amm plays like one of the easiest them amm plays is to look at the rarity find the like most rare one that you can get in there and then once you pick it up you take a loan out on it on sharkify and then you have that money to play a play Right. And like you can get up to like almost 85, 90% on loan to value on these things. And then if it goes down, you just default. And then if it goes up, you pay the loan and then you sell it. Right. And like ZK Shark, this is all ZK Shark's doing. Like he said in a bear market, the easiest way to do is to limit your downside. And I was like, dude, you're some, that's some 10 headed gigabrain shit that just hit me. So that was one of the biggest things I just wanted to bring up. Yeah, I got to get better at some of those like loan and arbitrage opportunities because there's a lot of room for them. I was sitting on like, uh, I think it was Tensor last night, literally just swapping between Tensor and Elixir for one project that had something like a one and a half soul spread across the two. And I think I netted like six soul just arbitraging it. And if you just find those early, you can make a ton of swings on that. But it's also just like there's like countless other people doing the same thing. And I, I still think it's only a matter of time till bots end up just front running the shit out of those. And we're in this situation now where we're not quite there. Uh, but there's still some opportunity. Sega, what's going on? Then I want to pass over to Ray and Tio. Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, I just one kind of last comment. I don't want to beat it a horse, but um, on the art uh, comment about in terms of you know, does it matter? You're talking about rifters, right? Like you know, it, you're 100 right. If the if this game takes off and um, you know, and it and it crushes it, people are going to forget about the art. You know, the art's going to look amazing if these trade 30. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. everyone's going to be like, damn, these things slap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're gonna. Uh, yeah, I mean, it won't be me, but uh, there will be people out there uh, who are holding the bag. Um, but I, I mean, I, I would, I would hope that as they go over to like Ethereum Polygon and try to launch these other collections, they don't, they don't launch with the same art. Um, but it was the same thing for Curtis Cole, right? You know, if you're looking at the demographic of the audience that that project is speaking to and trying to get, like that should inform you know how much you care about the art, how much you care about the utility, which projects are getting it on presale. Like there's a lot of kind of factors that you can look at to see if, you know, there's certain like which elements of the project you should be critiquing the most. Right. Because art might not actually matter that much if they're appealing to, you know, uh, I don't know, specific kind of utility focus like DAOs and presale and not. So um, I think it's just one element, uh, one additional layer for people to look at when they're doing analysis. Um, and then last thing, just kind of a deep cut. But I haven't really seen a project do like evolution and kind of like hit us with that, like that Pokemon vibe where like you can get an NFT and evolve it into some really dope shit and like experience that evolution process quite to the extent that I would like. And I know there's a project that's been building kind of quietly called liminality. People I think should just check out, um, just give it a look. You know, I don't know. I don't know much about how it's going to do, but um, it's one that's early and you could still get wireless for. So um, yeah. 
No, I love that call out too. I got to look into that. I haven't heard much of about it. So I definitely got to do a little bit more research. I'm always eager to dive into some new plays and kind of find some more, uh, do a little bit more research. We've really focused on this does the art matter conversation. And I think it's good because there's a lot of differing opinions on it. We got about 15 minutes left here. So I do want to hit the rest of these hands and then talk also about what we're looking at, trades we may have made, what we're dying in the market, a little bit of alpha. This is a, it's been a good space. We've primarily talked almost entirely about alpha and I was worried we'd talk entirely about royalties with Coral Cube going to zero. So I'm grateful we did it. Ray, what's going on? Hey, I just want to touch on Critter's Call. Let's have a little discussion, right? Because I found these things. Uh, you already know, Easy. I fucking fell in love, right? I watched a little, I don't know if they're trailers or what the fuck with the art, with the badass sound. Like, I sat there for like, 30 minutes just watching each of them when I first found them, and I was like, whoa, right? Fucking went in early, right? I, I had a shitload of free mints, like, I got a bunch of the whitelist tokens, whatever, and then everything went to shit, right? Right when it came to mint. And I kind of brought on, like, a spotlight on the team, right? And what I see from it, like, I don't know how you don't turn on the whitelist thing. I don't know how the fuck that happened. That's like super dumb, but they have a lot of support, right? Uh, like if you see the post after, it's like thank you, and he lists like ten dudes, and he's like for helping me out and figuring this shit out. And then you go look at the guys, and they're I, I know like most dudes, he like I don't know, but it it seems like it's the one on one community, right? That's like the backbone of it, which is the support, which is kind of strong, right? Because you got these artists, they got big bags, so they've been making money this whole like bear market and they're supporting the shit out of it like they're wearing this shit on their sleeve right uh, to the point where i'm looking at it as kind of like from a profit maxi i'm like oh shit i gotta dump on these bozos right there's one one of these one-on-one artists is gonna buy my shit for over 50 soul and i got it for like 10 if anything right but it's the art is um it still goes back to the, the when i first found it and i fell in love right i mean even the the jpeg the pfp is like i haven't been this refreshed since like borioku maybe i don't know i don't even want to say that because that is like a bad rank to shit but i mean you can't say borioku pixel art didn't like you knew that shit was gonna send right and now you see these critters and it's like a whole different vibe it's like a step back into like the 80s and the 90s but that shit is, uh, I don't know. I can't, there's no way I'm flooring any of these. They're too fucking pretty. Like, I need 50. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. I know how that goes. It's also just like, dude, the, you mentioned the, the first thing I saw when I found Critters called it like 2000. Uh, they had like 2K followers. Was, were those videos? I was like, this is pixelated Stranger Things. Like, I'm sold. Like, this is sick. I've never seen pixel art like that. I thought it was going to bang right away, and they've done great. I bought a whitelist guaranteed mint token for 15, stepped away from a wedding to mint. And then immediately when I looked at my phone 15 minutes later, everyone said that the mint went to shit. And I was like, oh, delightful. Awesome. And sure enough, they held up great. So I really can't knock it too much. Clearly, we still got people rocking them. I want to actually pass it over to Sago, who's got one as a PFP. Sago, what's going on? Yeah, I was just going to uh, just throw this out there. I think a lot of what people misunderstood, there was like a fundamental misunderstanding of like what Critters Cult was or the audience that it kind of spoke to. And like you said, right, I mean, like the day of the mint, all the sentiment and you know i'm in some one-on-one art chats and whatnot it was all like oh oh man i feel so bad for rgb like he's worked so long on this for nine months like he's been building and like this is just it's so awful that this is happening and then you switch over to like my alpha chat and everyone's like burn rgb to the ground fuck this guy so incompetent 
oh fuck them and like it's like this dichotomy between these two uh the two spaces it was like never more evident than on the critter sculptment and so i think that was like why you have a lot of like people on the genitive side who are like i don't understand why this is doing this and you have people on the one-on-one side that are like yeah this makes total sense to me like this shit slaps like uh, yeah i love this i want this to do well i want to support it and you know people like ray said people on the one March side i mean they have different they have different kinds of bags like we're flipping for like one soul over here, 10%. And they're like, you know, their port is like bigger than my net worth of just one of one art. <laughs> and so it's just, it's just very different vibes on, on either side. And so I think for people who are having a hard time understanding it, you know, wading into the one of art scene, meeting some people over there will, will help kind of uh, understand that kind of different, the different vibes there. Yeah, I love that you kind of call out both sides of it because I saw the same thing. Some people were like, this art's incredible. And the other side of it from a trader's perspective was like, my bags, they're burning, they're on fire, it's all going to zero. But uh, clearly, man, they've had some great price action. We've seen them dip down to 12 a couple times before pumping all the way back up to 20 plus. And I'm just excited for once they roll out whatever these next scenes are and continue this kind of storyline. We haven't seen a massive storyline type play on Soul. I always kind of got like the 10K TF level of storyline because it was so well done on Critters Cult and just how well and difficult it is to create some form of pixel art in a story with sound effects, moving generation, everything else. So I'm excited to see where it goes longer term. And clearly there's still an army of people rocking it as a PFP. So the social sentiment is definitely present. I do want to be conscious of time as well. We got about 10 minutes here, but let's hit the rest of these hands. Tio, what's going on? Yeah, just to uh, double down on the, like, the art versus utility. Um, I think the thing that stands out to me more than anything else right now is the projects that have narrative around them are the ones that are like really benefiting from this. Like art and utility really don't matter at the end of the day. If you have a story you can tell that makes sense to the the market for why they should buy this. Like, this is why I think that Anon is, is going to do well, right? Like I'm just shit posting when I was making fun of their art. Like it's the difference, I think, quite frankly, between if you look at a project very similar to them, Ubik, who you know just had their odes been a couple weeks ago and why we haven't seen that like take off is because the narrative is not as clear with Ubik in terms of how things are going to play out over the next three, six, 12 months, whatever. Whereas you can tell yourself a story about Anon and some of these other projects this is why this is going to continue to progress. People are going to want to buy this. This is why it has a value. No, and I do like the mention of that. It's There's just a lot of factors that also still kind of go into it too, you know? So very well said, Tio. I completely agree with that. I do want to pass over to Burton. Burton, what's happening? Yo, sorry, you caught me mid-hit. Listen, okay. Um, one, one NFT, right? Like one project that, you know, it's the talk of the block right now. Fucking Liberty Square. Everyone was like, oh, shitty art. Like, they're so ugly. What is that? Is that a rat? But like now they're all like, yo, like, do you have your Liberty Square? I have a Liberty Square. And it's just like the floor price, right? I think it does play a fact, right? Um, but yeah, I think the floor price does lay a fact. Liberty Square, I have one. But, um, you know, they're, they're going to the moon. We've said it a million times, my friend. Art looks way better when the floor price is pumping. But honestly, Liberty Square could have given us a, a black square that said art upgrading soon. And I think they'd still have the same floor price. It's just an absolute bang up job on how to run a project. It's the definition of under promise, over deliver. And they keep doing it. So I'm excited to kind of tail along and see what happens with the longer term here. TH, what's going on? Yo, what's up? Um, I guess Alpha. So there are, well, Popheads are doing this, but they're basically like verifying their whitelist token on FFF and they're going to partner up with them. And I think they're going to drop them. I think, I mean, I don't know the exact time period, but be on the lookout for that. Like, I think playing this like token marketplace, like, I don't really know what happened to it over these last few months, but like Project started sticking to like, well, I think it was with like BSL, but like even with Trog, like if you had a token selling it before the mint was a better idea. Uh, but also, if you know when these tokens drop, you can like snipe cheap ones and like try to play off, play off those. But 
yeah, just be on the lookout for. I like to call on it. We're going to be dropping tokens for Bodega Buddies. So a little bit of alpha there. We're going to be doing a two layer token system, guaranteed mint, and then a DAO and collaboration token that's a little bit over allocated on a first come, first serve basis. I'm a huge fan of the token marketplace. I love the trading on it. It gives you, from a project standpoint, a little indication of what might happen. Another, like the opposite of the Trog thing was if you bought a Critters Cult token at any point and sold on the first day, you could make money. And that to me was insane. Like that was a clear indication of massive market demand. When if you were a month early, there were three soul. If you were two weeks early, there were seven soul. If you were buying the day of, there were 15 soul. And then the floor price of the actual project was over 20. So like there's still massive opportunity in it. I think it just brings back cool trading avenues. And I, I just love what Famous Fox is doing from that perspective because it gives an opportunity to exchange whitelists in a non like sketchy way selling a Discord account. Manny, what's going on? couple of things on one on critters cult you have adam ape in there a lot of like goaded one-of-one artists in there and like just the people that you get to network with i think that's the invaluable nature of actually holding one like raj Tolly, whatever they pumped it like that's cool but i think the network is the thing that slept on the most there the other thing is is we pulled the art weave data on uh the boners collection the same person that did the art for c3 did the same art for this collection. I don't know what that means, but I'm holding 10. Like I like the second that my boy Spy, shout out to Spy Flips, he fucking just like sniffed this out. Like, I don't even know how he did it. We were just talking about him in Discord and I had five and then I bought five more. So it was one of those things that I was like, I mean, if there's something there, I'm going to ride the wave, right? So that was a As soon as you mentioned that at. too, Manny, though, you look at the Rifters art and like C3 art and the placeholder does give similar vibes. And like, this is complete speculation here. Like I'm literally the most speculative person, complete tinfoil hat theory here. All of their teasers on the boners page is like war scenes. And knowing that this rifters game is coming up makes me want to believe that there's something deeper with it. And somehow, some way there could be something between them knowing that it's the same artist as well. Yeah. And then like they hard pressed Andrew on it, like, cause they did an AMA on the rifters and then spy being the nerd that he is hops on stage and asks him like, Hey, what's going on here? And Andrew just had a super long pause where he couldn't like say anything. He was like, yep. Nope. Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, next question. Right. So like that was all the proof I needed. Like I was like, I'm in for 10. Like I might expand this out into more. But like, dude, that's something I'm going long on. Why not? In this market, I'm down to take some speculative bets, especially sub two. I'm holding like six or seven of them. I got to look. And at this point, I don't even care. I'm letting it fly. I've also taken other speculative bets on these slime goons. I joined their Discord today, and this thing is just fucking chaos. It's made by the same guy as So Dead, and I missed that Ponzi. So I'm hoping to get into the next one at the, at the ground floor here. Let me in at the top of the pyramid. I'm down to ride it to the bottom. We'll see where it goes. Tom, what's going on? Yeah, I think, you know, I was when everyone was talking about art, it kind of made me think of this too, like floor price makes the art look better. But I think, you know, in Critters Cult, and we've seen it with Liberty a little bit, it, it just, where this is a speculative market. And a lot of these projects, I don't think have a true identity. They just throw the word tech around or whatever, and they build some software that someone else may have or whatever the question may be. It's a lot easier for people who want to mint rares, and they find that exciting, which I think is a large portion of this Um if they like the art and there's no huge, like this is what we're building, this massive thing that's going to change all of Web3, I think it's easier for people to hold because everything's a surprise then. And that's pretty much what this entire market is based off of. So I think, you know, understanding that helps a lot of, of just saying like they're not promising anything. 
except for that this art is cool and that's if they've accomplished that they've done more than 99 percent of projects that minted this week so i think identity is huge that's something i look in from the team down on everything i invest in um and just to throw out a couple things uh that i'm looking at definitely in the next couple of days i'm with you easy on anthros and then i am you know kind of kind of looking around on ooze a little bit more as well i like the ooze call out knowing that it's in the uh, way of wade ecosystem has me interested we've seen what happened with that floor price i love the irl redeemables i know we did see a dip on the take heat anybody's also largely because those are able to be redeemed now but it is a project that's focused on this ip and brand play and seeing these uh these v friends get the beanie baby treatment now in stores i think they rolled out to like 200 plus stores is just wild to me so i'm just even becoming more and more bullish on like irl stuff just because there is that that physical touch to it from this largely digital world. But Sego, what's going on? Wrap it up for us. Yeah, um, I definitely love the, Ooze, the OZ shout out uh, a lot. Although I think it's wireless is near impossible. So, I mean, that's probably going to be a lot of us just playing that in secondary. Um, I know they hold the keys tight for those whitelist. Uh, last shout out kind of playing off of some of the Critters Gold stuff we were talking about is the next. And we've, this has been mentioned briefly up here before, but um pop heads is closing their whitelist probably in the next two weeks um and they announced some more details around it it's going to be a whitelist token uh it will be as far as i understand two white two tokens per whitelist um so i mean it's bigger than just your average whitelist you're going to be getting two tokens i think they're going to be dropped probably about a week out uh and they partner with famous fox to do uh, a lot of their kind of trading on famous fox if people want to get um, tokens in in their hands ahead of mint um, they basically said you know we know you're going to degen and try to trade these anyways so let's just make it happen in a safe manner um and so yeah definitely if you haven't yet try to grab that because i think it's a no-brainer i love the alpha to end every show here some great plays being shared wicked excited for tomorrow's show already we're back again at 5 p.m eastern time shout out all the dope listeners shout out every speaker rocking with us we'll catch you tomorrow at five <laughs>